Welcome back, everybody. This is still the Hop Nation USA podcast. Guess who's back? Back again? No, stop. Damn it. <laughs> no. <laughs> Listen, if I don't get my CM Punk return, <laughs> you don't get to make jokes like that. I don't have the money to pay <laughs> living color. <laughs> no, 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 we don't. I don't know. We can find some crappy live cover or something. You were gone seven days, not seven years. At best, I can play a second. (laughs) I wanted to round up. (laughs) It's okay. It's about the same. Yes, but I am back. Yes, I I know I'm not in the United Center right now. I'm in my living room. But still, it's good to be back. This is your hometown. (laughs) Uh, Steve wins. We riot. Hell yeah. (laughs) Uh, But I am Adam. That is Steve. He's still here always here not like in my house he hasn't moved in or anything no yet Yet. oh no (laughs) (laughs) oh no (laughs) do you have a backpack in your car right now that i don't know about i have backpacks all the time (laughs) constant go bags just looking to be on the run that's right bug out bag ready to go (laughs) uh sorry can't sit here (laughs) seat's taken seat's taken (laughs) but since we are here and you can hear the magnificent audio quality. We are here in studio, but we are not alone. We have another veteran of the show back on the mic. Adam Bashline, welcome back to the show. Hey, guys. How's it going? Doing good, well. Bud. Welcome back. Happy you're here. We're going to talk some beer. Are you okay with that? I'm okay with that. Yes. Sick. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's been yeah. about eight hours since I talked yeah. about beer, so I'm hankering for that. <laughs> That is lit AF, as the kids say oh, these geez. days. <laughs> it slaps. Is that right? They've said that. It, I've heard that. And the children all, have said it slaps. That's right. Also, it is a bop, if I am uh, to understand it correctly. <laughs> I don't know. Sure. Uh, yeah, but we got beers. We do have and beers. And we have an interesting bit of coincidence throughout the episode. We do. Yeah. So let's introduce the first beer, and then I can talk about our inter- interesting coincidences. Okay. So this first beer is from Jarvisburg, North Carolina. This is the Weeping Radish, yours truly. And this is the only truly that I'll let onto the show. Ah, got him. Take that, Boston Beer Company. Sucker dicks. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that is the proper response. <laughs> I got him. I'm pretty sure that's uh, the opening line at the AB InBev uh, shareholders meeting. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, that is also, yeah, just kind of a a prayer and amen for them. (laughs) (laughs) The opening mission statement. Yeah. (laughs) But no, as a matter of fact, this is spelled the same way. T-R-U-L-I, yours truly. Okay. Yeah, I think that's how they spell it on the seltzer. No. No, no. <laughs> no, it isn't. Oh, it isn't. They spell it correctly. <laughs> so that goes to show you how much I don't drink those. Right. <laughs> but uh, no, this is the yours truly. This is a German style wheat ale mm-hmm. uh, from the Weeping Radish Farm and Brewery. Ah. Steve, would you like to continue the story of this beer and what we're doing? Sure. Well, I can uh, first. Do you know why it's spelled incorrectly? 
I have an idea. Okay, I'll, I'll tell you. It's because that the founder of Weeping Radish, his name is Yuli Benevitz. Aha. Uh-huh. Uh, and it is spelled U-L-I. Yuli. Oh, that makes so much more sense. Yeah, there you go. Okay. I just figured it was a typo a long time ago, and they just went with it. <laughs> no, I'm sure. I'm pretty sure it's probably a reference to the owner and proprietor. So, yeah, just a quick story on this. Uh, it's been exactly 100 episodes since we first talked about Weaving Radish. Really? Yeah. We brought them up on episode 116 when we profiled North Carolina in general. Ah, yes. And we brought them up because... Uh, that Weeping Radish is the oldest brewery, you know, kind of craft brewery, brew pub, whatever you want to call it. Mm-hmm. But it's the oldest one in operation. In North Carolina. In North Carolina. Yes. Yeah, because it was uh, opened in 1986. Mm-hmm. And the story kind of goes that Yuli Benevitz, uh, he is an immigrant from Bavaria. And when he came to America, he in, in like the way early 80s, he started a farm in North Carolina. And as a farmer, he was a home brewer, just mm-hmm. on the side as fun. But he he soon turned that uh, brewing into a business, and he added the brewery to the farm. And like at the time, the North Carolina laws didn't let you sell direct to consumers, so they had a bunch of workarounds. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> but yeah, they they brew all traditional old styles, so that's what we're going to be drinking tonight. We're not going to be drinking anything with fucking goof ass adjuncts in it no, sorry th- this is all ryan heights go boat yeah i know that's kind of our <laughs> lane as well as goof ass you know adjuncts but none of that tonight because like adam just said they brew ryan heights go boat they also uh it's still a farm you know, it is it's still an active farm yeah still an active farm so they all their food that's at the restaurant is like all organic and very fresh mm-hmm. they make their own fucking sauerkraut in barrels yes they do <laughs> yeah <laughs> yes they do it's a whole lot of sausages and eggs and all things sourced from the farms so. and and i will say that if you go there and when you go there get the sausage flight yeah get yourself a <laughs> flight of beer and a flight of sausage you'll have yourself a good day don't have to tell me twice no <laughs> no it it is worth it yeah so that's kind of the that's kind of the short form story i'm sure there's more info if you go back to episode 116 but yeah uh this time we're going to be drinking their beer, so it, it, yes. And this one uh, clocks in about five point one percent. Okay, do sixteen IBUs. So this is right up my alley. <laughs> All right, well, let's get into it. Okay, and thank you for pouring that up, Steve. The yours truly. Yes, you're welcome. I appreciate that. This is your beer now. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, to be fair, this is right in the wheelhouse for me. Yeah. You're the one who went to North Carolina and bought it. And so. bought it, yes. So I damn well better like it. Yeah. <laughs> better like this beer. But, uh, I mean, it looks like a wheat beer. Yeah. It, it looks like a wheat beer, but it has that a little bit of, you know, wheat haze that you expect. Mm-hmm. But it's also super clear. There's not a whole lot of stuff floating around in it. Right, right. Uh, and it's got a nice fluffy head on it on the initial pour. Yeah. It's nice. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. It's, good, it's good to ba- get back into those types of beers again. Classic. On the nose, it smells like beer. <laughs> oh, yeah. I can get down with that. Yeah. It's nice to uh, not be drinking a goof-ass beer. Sure. Just a classic German beer. <laughs> sure. <laughs> it's all you need. Sure. <laughs> but sometimes <laughs> it's time for goof-ass coffee. <laughs> Today is and not that day. And marshmallows. <laughs> that is true. It has its place. Today is not that day. It has its place. But, yeah, overall, it... it this is a good beer. It's well made. It drinks clean. 
Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know. Adam, Bashline, do you have – what are your thoughts on it? I think it drinks very clean. I get uh, a little bit of that spice, like almost like a Bavarian wheat spice, which makes sense for mm. what they're calling this beer. Um, get a little bit of like a – I don't know if I'd call it peppery, but maybe like a grassy note in the in the aroma. Mm-hmm. Very good beer, though. Drinking super clean. Right. What I expect from a German wheat. And, and it's not a full-blown heffy where you're going to be getting all sorts of banana-y or clove. Yeah. You know, it's, it's a very subdued beer. Right. Yep. Yeah, it doesn't push too hard one way or the other. No. It's more akin to a wit beer that doesn't have, like, any kind of coriander or orange mm-hmm. or any of that. It's, it's a super stripped-down beer. It's even, like, more stripped-down than a fucking Blue Moon. Yes. So. And I'm okay with that. Yeah, same. <laughs> I'm also glad it's not yes. Blue Moon. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, good beer. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, with that, though, it's time to move on. To what, Steve? To, to what? A, to our other bit of coincidence, <laughs> coinkadinkery. We are chock full of coinkadinkery. Yeah. So one of the reasons why Adam Bashline is with us tonight is because on Sunday. Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. August 29th. 2021 sure <laughs> that'll sell you the whole seat but you only need the edge yeah that's what i want that's the, that's what i'm looking for all right <laughs> tickets are 25 dollars <laughs> kids ticks are still 10 bucks <laughs> no kid ticks no no <laughs> no kids for this you're one. not allowed past the taco truck that's right uh but yes august 29th at the Syria shriner pavilion up in the north uh Hills area. New New Kensington. New Kensington. Cheswick. 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 Yeah. Up in, there. up in that amorphous area of fucking <laughs> not Butler, but still north of Pittsburgh. Yeah, and, and not quite Oakmont. <laughs> yeah. But up in that area, there's going to be a homebrew festival. Yes, there the is. The North Hills Homebrew Fest, which we participated in two years ago. And uh, Adam Bashline will be there as well with some bash brews. Mm-hmm. And that'll be your first time there, yeah? It'll be my first time. Yeah, I'm really excited. We uh, Vacation plans collided with it the past few years, mm-hmm. but we are going to make it this year for sure. Right on. So, yeah, Adam Bashline will be there. We'll be there. Dennis from First Sip, he'll be there. I don't think he's bringing a beer, though. Not that no, I don't think so. No. And special guest, Grave Digger. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Please don't promise Grave Digger. <laughs> but, yeah, it's Grave Digger. <laughs> Um, and then also like our friends, Tom Wagner will be there mm-hmm. and we had a couple other people will be there. Um, but the person who kind of organizes this event is Brian Llewellyn. And the other bit of coincidence is he was on episode 116. Really? Yeah. Man, we are stacking them up. <laughs> Cause he, he had brought us beer back from North Carolina. That is correct. All right. So that's what he brought us back some D9, I believe. He did. We're obviously going back to that event. And just a couple notes about, you know, the event itself. Obviously, the money goes to benefit the Sirius Shriners. Yes. Not any charity per se, but they are themselves somewhat of a charity who benefits children's hospitals. And they will redisperse. Right. As necessary. Right. The winner of this event, they get their beer brewed on a large scale by Penn Brewery. Mm Mm-hmm. So that's an that's an exciting thing for people, especially home brewers, to get into. Uh, there's a VIP judging at 1 p.m. and you can get in early for a ticket price of forty five dollars. That'll get you VIP tasting, and you get the judge beers, and you get a food coupon, and the, you can get you some pizzas and pierogies. That'll be out there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I'm gonna get in line for that. Zaz and rogies, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> if you want to go general admission, you can get in for twenty five bucks. Uh, buy tickets online 
or it's 35 at the door. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. And uh, designated driver tickets are also available yeah. for approximately $5. Right. So you can get if, some pizzas and rogies, too. Yeah. So <laughs> if and when you uh, have a responsible person in your group, they can still come along. Right. So, yeah, the, the event, depending on when you go, it lasts either two to four or one to four, depending mm-hmm. on which package you pick. But, uh, yeah, we'll be there pouring up beers, doing a podcast, talking to people, having a good time. Watching Grave Digger. Yeah. Now, does everybody want to announce what beers they're going to have to entice the crowd? Sure. Yes. Sure. Uh, I'll go first. Uh, I have an experimental brew that I have never done before, and we're going to see how this works out. I feel fairly confident in it, Uh, but my beer is called The Black Keys. Uh, This is a take on my cream ale recipe. However, uh, what I did was it's not a regular cream ale. It is not a light cream ale. We went black. We went full black cream ale. Yeah. So this is kind of a newer style that I've only seen one other person do, and that's necromancer brewing. <laughs> yeah. So I, I'm in good company. Yeah. It, I don't know if they are. Well, yeah. I don't think <laughs> you might be dragging them down. <laughs> I had a dark cream ale from Necromancer, and then I had this one from a home brewer. <laughs> I, just, I don't know. I don't know what I think of them. <laughs> uh, but I am taking it uh, to the next level. It is the Black Keys. So uh, I am also uh, adding in some key lime Hell into yeah. it, um, bringing a little bit of juice to it. We'll see how it turns out. I feel pretty good about it. I'm excited. Yeah. Nice. These, were, these were made on a pretty quick turnaround, so... We yes. haven't been able to preview them too much. <laughs> Got some of the wart. <laughs> yes, but I still feel pretty good about it. Yeah, but, you know, hey, your cream ale is a good base to begin with. It is. Yeah. It is. Thank you. Adam, bash line. So we will be bringing two at the bash brew table. Uh, our first one is a smoked poblano pale ale. So it's uh, smoked beer, um, cherry wood, mm. smoked malt. Mm. Um, and then a three pounds, I think we put in. Three pounds into a 10-gallon batch of poblano peppers. Nice. So, and it's just the, um, you know, we, we seed them, we take all the membrane out. So, it's just the flavor of the pepper, li- just a little bit of spice. Um, and then hopped with Simcoe. So, it's got some good bitterness going on. And it, it's one we've done in the past. I'm, I'm always usually pretty happy with it. This time, it turned out pretty good. It's a little extra smoky this time, but. I'm still okay with that. Uh, so, so is everybody else at this table. Yeah. And, that, and that'll be, I think we Smokes. got that coming in at about 5%. Um, and then our second beer is uh, Jojinator, which is kind of like our flagship. We brew it pretty much year round, pretty consistently. And it's a orange blossom honey uh, West Coast double IPA. Yeah. So, and that'll be 8.6%. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and it's hopped with everything. For this episode, can I call it the Orange Blossom Special so that we can stay with the monster truck theme? Sure. Yes. Whatever helps you out. <laughs> Steve, you didn't think you'd be getting monster truck deep cuts, did you? No, not really. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that one's hopped with um, Centennial, Columbus, Citra, Cascade, so the, the big C's, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and then a little bit of Mosaic. Nice. It's got four cc's of, <laughs> of hot power. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, I've had I've had Jojenator before. Oh yes, as have I. Yeah, it's good fuck beer. <laughs> <laughs> Is that on the label? <laughs> no, no, it's not. It, it will be added yeah. once there. Once there's a uh, once there's like a website or a, a brick and mortar, <laughs> there'll just be a sign. It's good fuck beer, Steve. Four cc's of good fuck beer. <laughs> yes. Uh, 
to go along though. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I'm surprised to find out that, uh, Bashline had the others. One of there's going to be three smoked beers at this event. Nice. Oh yeah. <laughs> so nice. I did, I did not know that, uh, Bashline had the other one, but now I knows. Uh, but I also will be entering a smoked beer and it is a smoked cherry Belgian. Ooh. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Uh, ours is made somewhat untraditionally, though, because I, I used a pretty traditional Belgian ale recipe. But then the smoke is actually coming from Lapsang tea, not from. Yeah. Ooh. And we've tried this one. And man, everybody, after you're done getting your hazy IPAs in, come blow your palates up at Bashline <laughs> at our table. That's right. <laughs> Smoke is heavy on our side. <laughs> you want the smoke? We got the smoke. That's right. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, the other thing we're going to do, and this is specifically for our listeners. Mm-hmm. It's not on the docket for anybody. <laughs> we're going to have a couple of bottles of Black Cap Spicy Boy Summer, the Carolina Reaper Peach Beer. Yes. And so if you really want to just blow your fucking palate up, come over to the Hop Nation USA table, say the code phrase Spicy Boy Summer, because <laughs> we have we only have a limited amount of it but yeah we don't need a line <laughs> yeah but yeah say spicy boy summer and we'll give you some of the real hot stuff yes and if you want to say the phrase where there's smoke there's fire and we'll just make a blend of the smoky <gasps> belgian oh yeah i'm glad i got the code <laughs> yeah me too me too make a blend of the belgian and the yeah oh, yeah 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 I'm going to be first in line for that. Me too. <laughs> like as soon as we get out of the car, right. like we'll be in the parking lot. <laughs> make it, make it, do it. <laughs> Where there's smoke, there's fire. Do it now. Do it now. So funny story about that black cap spicy boy summer. I yeah. was cleaning out uh, my beer fridge this past weekend with a friend of the podcast, Dennis guy. Right. And I was like, Oh, there's this undiscreet black cap bottle in here. And Uh-oh. I was like seven beers in. <laughs> I was like, yeah, oh, it's probably something I brew, brewed a while ago and just capped it through in here. Completely forgot, opened it up, poured it. Didn't realize what I was getting into till the first sip. And I was like, Oh, I remember what this is. <laughs> oh, spaghetti is. Was it was it? delicious. It was still hot though. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Good oh, to yeah. know. Good to know. So I, I actually got into one last week as well. Yeah. Uh, down. During my vacation, uh, had a little bit of a uh, you know round table beer discussion. Right, we were drinking beer. Let's let's, let's not be fancy about it. We we're just sitting around a table drinking beer and popped one open, passed it around. Oh yeah, everybody enjoyed it. Good. Uh, and I could say at least one person, my brother, didn't listen uh, when I was telling people what it was. He just grabbed it and went for it, and he found out the hard way. <laughs> Take that, Chris. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You did it to yourself. <laughs> Chris, you played yourself. <laughs> and I played you. I got you too. <laughs> we both got you. You, yourself, and me. <laughs> Everybody's getting got. You got got. <laughs> right on. So, yeah, uh, if you want tickets for this event, though, go to SeriousShriners.org or search North Hills Homebrew Fest uh, just online. It'll mm-hmm. come up in Google. Yeah, pretty- use Google. They know what they're doing there. Yeah, it comes up pretty quick on Google, but yeah. Or go on Facebook. Search it out on there. They have an event page. They have a whole bunch of other things. Let's yeah. let's be fair here. If you're listening to this show, you're probably over 21. Yeah. Which means you have a basic understanding <laughs> of how to find this information. Mm, well, <laughs> now here's the thing. How far over 21? Because once you get to 65. Uh, touche. Touche. <laughs> mm, ask a millennial. They'll get you there. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, come check us out at that event. It's a good time. Mm-hmm. And everybody else that uh, isn't on the show right now, that'll be there. Oh yeah, there's 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 at least like 47 beers registered at the time that I know of. Mm-hmm. And you know, I just 
announce the 48th (laughs) (laughs) in secret don't tell brian (laughs) surprise yeah we're gonna move on though to more news newts and neats yes adam what do you have for us i got a couple of quick hitters here cool uh so this is a both a celebration and uh condolences uh to the great state (laughs) of texas it's a celebration and condolences to what Shiner Lone Star <laughs> Yingling. Well, no, I'm saying, yeah, I know for its celebration for Yingling, but is it condolences to those other mid-level beers that aren't going to be able to compete as well? <laughs> Are they though? They're, well, I, they're going to be able to compete, but you know they're going to lose out on sales a little bit. I'll say it first. Yeah, but yes, Yingling is now in Texas officially as of this week. Uh, you can go go to the Heb. Get yourself some yingling. Uh, this is something that was uh, in conjunction. What was it? Miller Coolers, I believe it was. Yeah, Miller Coolers is the distributor for yes. west of the Mississippi. Yes, they're a distributor. Uh, and are they also doing some level of contract brewing as well, I believe? Uh, they might be just to satisfy like the, mm-hmm. the, the demand for it. Mm-hmm. They might be. Yeah. So uh, that being said, uh, yingling is now a gypsy brewer. <laughs> so... <laughs> They got that going for them. Super craft. <laughs> craft extra. I'm sorry. A, a Romany brewer. I should yeah. be proper on that one. I apologize. Transient. Transient brewers. That's right. Uh, but yes, they have made their splash. Congratulations to them. I, 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 yeehaw. I guess. Yinghaw. Yinghaw. <laughs> so, Texas, back in the news. Dig it. stars are bright big and bright deep in the heart of texas i mean you did it wrong but don't care (laughs) you're just gonna piss off everybody in the lone star state yeah come get it (laughs) come get show up to north hills brew fest yeah come get it yeah, come get it. Buy them tickets. <laughs> Look, I have a I have a Carolina Reaper beer. I can throw it in their eyes. <laughs> Defense. <laughs> yeah, but they have pocket sand. <laughs> so, hey, you know, it's a showdown for the century. <laughs> <laughs> Spicy boy summer versus pocket sand. That's right. <laughs> I've watched that video. I'll yeah. be honest. <laughs> uh, what else is happening? Another couple of quick hitters. Uh, this is more local stuff. We've got two new breweries uh, that I know of, uh, courtesy of breweriesandpa.com. Mm-hmm. Uh, once again, stealing information from them. Always. I'm glad that we're friends. Theft, theft, Th- theft. Yes. <laughs> IP theft is still theft. <laughs> <laughs> new t-shirt. Go check it out. Thepublic.com. It's pretty awesome. <laughs> Keyword, Hop Nation USA, no spaces. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, we do have... Uh, Two new breweries coming in. Uh, one will be in Lawrenceville, uh, which is good because they sorely need a brewery there. Right. There's not nearly enough. Uh, not enough beer options down there. Uh, Lev Low is the name of the brewery. They plan on opening sometime in 2022. Uh, they're opening in an old gym uh, on Butler Street. Oh, there's none on Butler Street. Right? Yeah. <laughs> right? <laughs> Can't swing a dead cat without hitting a brewery. <laughs> <laughs> And the other one in the other side of town in Bethel Park, yeah, Drowning Fish, yeah. Uh, they are anticipated to be opening in September. This one snuck up on me. I'll admit, I didn't know that it was going to be a thing. I heard rumblings. I, like I keep hearing rumblings of things in that South Hills area of 
that drowning fish. Then there's also back alley. Back alley. Yeah, they've kind of. Back alley's the one I was hearing about. Yeah, yeah. They, they, they were hot for a minute and then I haven't heard anything. So I assume they're currently fighting government red tape. Right. Yeah. That's what I'm assuming. Yeah. They, when social media stops, that means you're fighting with the PLCB and yes. whatever local government and because yes. you don't have equipment shipping in or whatever. Mm, exactly. <laughs> so they are. I assume that's what's happening and I yeah. still anticipate them opening. So, yeah, we've got two new uh, coming to Pittsburgh. So can't wait for them to open. Uh, we'll check them out. I'll drink their beer. Yeah. I'm okay with that. And then we'll judge you. Well, the drowning fish. I'm not going to be able to go in there without thinking of bodies by drowning. Right. Oh, good Lord. It's, you've said it twice and I'm already singing it in my head. Go ahead, Steve. Do it. Nah. Oh, okay. <laughs> you, I'm, not a, I'm not a fucking puppet. He's you not just, your jukebox. Yeah. You can't just go dance, monkey, dance, fucking do the drowning pool bit. <laughs> Dude, a bit from fucking episodes ago. <laughs> Say the line, Bart. Yeah. Say the line. <laughs> no. <laughs> I am a man of principles. Yeah. You can't just tell me to do drowning pool references. <laughs> what the fuck is wrong with you? We don't have enough time to go through that list. That's right. Uh, so you guys got anything else? Anything to throw out there? Uh, I got I got one. Okay. Duke's Mayo has a beer. <laughs> Please explain further. <laughs> <laughs> Cream ale? Smoothie? Smoogie? <laughs> oh. Uh, no. Uh, it is not as terrible as you think right off the bat. This is all clickbait headline. Uh-huh. When it comes up, the Duke's mayonnaise has a has a beer. It is a beer brewed in conjunction and meant for pairing uh-huh. with Duke's mayonnaise. Okay. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, Duke's mayo paired with a brewery out of Charlottesville, Virginia called Champion Brewing. Really? Yeah. I find that surprising. Right, because Dukes is a South Carolina company. I thought it was a North Carolina company. No. Oh. <laughs> I'll tell you what, it ain't a Virginia company. That's yeah. right. <laughs> yes, it's not a Virginia company. I believe it was founded in South Carolina. I apologize to the good people of Dukes because they make a fine mayo. They make a good mayo. Yeah. It is very popular in Central and South Virginia. It is. Though, for sure. It's, it's also very popular just everywhere. Well, I'll, yeah. I'll admit, I've switched. Yeah. I'm a Dukes yeah, man. I never had it until I lived in Virginia. I got and some. Now, and now I'm, yeah, now yeah. I'm, it converted me completely. I'm a Dukes man. Yeah. Uh, in fairness to Champion, they say that like they only use Dukes on their restaurant side. Oh, okay. So I yeah. mean, you know, it's it's a it's a brand loyalty thing. Good, but uh, yeah, the beer itself is a Vienna Lager or yeah. Vienna style Lager. Yeah, if you want to be pedantic, I do. <laughs> and uh, yeah, it's just meant it's meant to pair with a BLT slathered in Dukes and Dukes Dukes. <laughs> I'll just pair it with mayonnaise packets. Thank you. <laughs> Tell me what to do. Squish. <laughs> I just need a taster. <laughs> can you can you line the rim of this glass with dukes? <laughs> Don't give them ideas. <laughs> do it, cowards. <laughs> but yeah, uh, it's called Family Recipe, and it'll be on sale down in there, Virginia. You can get some. Is it is it on tap only? Is it being distributed in? They have it in cans. Oh, so okay. There's a possibility that it can make it out of Virginia to other places, but nice. Yeah. I mean, it's also still just a kind of Vienna style lager, so I'm not harassing anybody for it. <laughs> <laughs> I will. Yeah, you can. I'll go on a Twitter campaign. I'm not. <laughs> Dear Dukes. Dear Dukes, can I get some of that? Can beer? I get some of that? I'll give you 
I don't know. Publicity? Yeah. You just want to advertise on here? I'll advertise Dukes. I don't give a shit. Make a good mayo. Yeah. Yeah. I'll take yeah. their money. Yeah. The Drink only, their beer. The only thing we dedicated ourselves to not advertising is just breweries. Right. We don't advertise breweries because that sounds like favoritism. A little bit. But I have no problem showing favoritism towards mayo. Yeah. Yeah. I'll take that mayo money. Yeah. I'll show I'll show favoritism towards mayo, jerky, sandos. <laughs> the list is endless. Endless. <laughs> Cookies. <laughs> But not mayo cookies. Nah. Gross fam. A little bit. A little bit. <laughs> All right. But yeah, that's news and notes for the for the week. Neat. Neat. Yeah. Go get your tickets for the North Hills Home Brew Fest, Series Shriners, Dodorg. Then celebrate with some Dukes. Hell yeah. Bring some bring me a Dukes Put BLT. Put it on your pizza and rogies. <laughs> yeah. Bring me a Dukes BLT. I'll give you a full pour. <laughs> <laughs> I'll send you him with a bottle. That's a good deal. <laughs> that is a good deal. Yeah. I'd do that. It would pair well with that smoked Belgian. Yeah. Uh, so we've been talking Carolina. I believe it's time we come back to a Carolina beer. Hell yeah. The Yours Truly, mm-hmm. spelled U-L-I. Yes. Because. Because the Yuli Benefits. Thank you. Yes. Thank you for listening. Yes. You remember things. <laughs> I do. <laughs> but no, this is their German style wheat ale from Weeping Radish. Mm-hmm. I like it. It is a very straightforward beer. Right. Don't have to be fancy. It isn't fancy. Here's my question. Go ahead. And this may, I, I really enjoy, like, I have not been to this farm or anything, but I, I kind of enjoy the ethos of, like, everything comes from the farm. And, mm-hmm. you know, I, I really like that. Uh, is there a fucking Hofbra house in North Carolina or anything? If there is, it would be in Charlotte. Yeah, like and Charlotte or Raleigh, maybe. And I don't know that there is. Okay. So this place really seems like a good substitute yes. for a Hofbrauhaus house because you get all the locally sourced food mm-hmm. but it's all german cuisine yes and you get german style beers so yeah i feel like the people of north carolina definitely i mean they have Asheville, so <laughs> yes yes <laughs> they're and- definitely not missing out on beer but i really don't think they're missing out on a Hofbrauhaus house with this place in existence right Right. And uh, if you don't like that, Gravedigger is only five minutes up the road. Hell yeah. So <laughs> that's entertainment for the adults and the kids. <laughs> I'm getting Gravedigger. <laughs> Take my picture with Gravedigger, honey. <laughs> don't make fun. <laughs> yeah, don't make fun. That's a lot. That's a good day. <laughs> it's a really solid day. Yeah, come on, man. Wants to don't judge. Uh, what do you say we take a quick break yes uh, get another beer mm-hmm. and then uh, we'll talk about something cool I don't know we'll, we'll do it on the fly we'll see what happens okay alright we'll be right back bye First Sip Brew Box is a one-of-a-kind subscription service for craft beer lovers based right here in Pittsburgh. Every month, First Sip will send you a box full of craft beer enthusiast essentials, including t-shirts, glassware, and even food. Right now, our friends at First Sip Brew Box have an offer for you. Just sign up for a three-month subscription and get your fourth month free. Just enter the code HOPUSA when you sign up at firstsipbrewbox.com. That's H-O-P-U-S-A at checkout to get your fourth month free at firstsipbrewbox.com. Com. We're back. They haven't kicked us off the internet airwaves yet. You love that intro. I do. <laughs> I really do. I'm going to get you a Rolodex of new intros. <laughs> <laughs> Is there like a calendar? Oh, what a great what a great fucking thing to sell to podcasters and steal for money from them. Is one of those pull-a-day calendars. 
Okay. Of, you know, just one a day. Here's a fucking intro or a rejoiner. <laughs> yes. Here's right. a new one for you to try on an episode this week. <laughs> I mean, I could try a new one here. I don't know. Something off the top of my head. Sure, go for it. Okay. I'm glad that you're back. I hope that you have poured a fresh beer to join us for this next segment of the Hop Nation USA podcast. Hell yeah. <laughs> that was better? Yeah. Really? No. Okay. That's good. <laughs> Creepier. It was. Yeah. Creepier. <laughs> Hope you poured a nice glass and you have your feet up. That's nice right. <laughs> what you wearing? <laughs> I hope you poured a new beer and I hope you have your feet in some comfy shoes. <laughs> shoes. Can I get pictures of the shoes? Tell me about your shoes. <laughs> oh, no. I'm creeped out and I'm the one saying it. Aha. Uh-huh. <laughs> I don't want to do this anymore. Can I go back to my old ways? No. Damn it. <laughs> Why do we fall, Master Wayne? <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, you, we'll, we'll, we'll work on it. We'll get you some new material. So if I were to be a superhero, it would be bad re-intro man? Okay, because that's yeah. what I'm afraid of. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I'm afraid of. <laughs> We'll, we'll get you, you know, we'll get you some new material and hopefully unfeet related. <laughs> please, please. I don't, I don't want to dabble in feet. <laughs> Hi, everybody. If you're counting the segments, you're on toe number two. Right now. <laughs> Look, we're not here. We're not here to king shame, but also Adam doesn't want to dabble in feet. That's please, thank you. Yeah. yeah, respect his decision. That's right. Not dabble in feet. <laughs> it's not my. It's not my jam. All right. It's not my toe jam. Let's. Oh God <laughs> damn it. Doesn't stop dabbling in puns. <laughs> Dunked. <laughs> Let's move on to the beer <laughs> for segment two. Segment two. <laughs> uh, again, we're still drinking Weeping Radish out of North Carolina. And uh, we're on to their red ale. Just called that red ale. <laughs> <laughs> Don't hurt yourself. <laughs> ABV 4.7. IBUs 26. And it's a bright ruby-colored red ale, strong malt character from specialty German and domestic hops. And uh, hot presence is noticeable, but, you know, it's supposed to be well-balanced and easy drinking. That's what the can tells me, but we'll make our own decisions. Don't look at me to add anything to that. I know, I'm just being threatening. (laughs) I had to be threatening to something. (laughs) We'll make our own decisions. (laughs) We're free men. <laughs> <laughs> That's what we like to tell ourselves. Yeah. Yay, illusion of choice. <laughs> or if Adam's counting, six feet. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I, yeah, I didn't come onto the show to be judged. <laughs> <laughs> Don't turn heel on me now. Ah, <laughs> gross. All right, time to open the beer. Ah, so thank you, Adam, for pouring that up this round. I appreciate it. <laughs> you're supposed to say you're welcome you're welcome there I it is I didn't touch that can <laughs> damn it <laughs> don't break the illusion he's just trying to paint an illusion I thought you were just talking about yourself in the third person <laughs> <No>. <laughs> confused hey Adam you're great you're darn right I am <laughs> do you like feet no not really me neither <laughs> not into them <laughs> Uh, but yes, this is the red ale. Uh, guess what? Looks kind of red. Yeah, hey, yeah. Especially <laughs> when you put a light behind it. Yeah, it's exactly as they uh, called it. It is a red ale. Uh, once again, on the pour, it did have a decent little bit of head retention on it. It went away after a bit. That's how head works. Who knew? Yeah, how about that? It's 
Like, I don't know. It's been, it's hard to get into like really descriptive terms with these classic styles. Exactly. Yeah. They behave as you would remember them. Mm -hmm. Maybe we have to do this a little bit better though, for if there's anybody who's like 21 listening to the show. Like if you're 21, 22 listening to this show, you don't know what the fuck a red ale is because there hasn't been one. (laughs) Right. You're telling me you can see through the beard? Yeah. Yeah. You're getting goofy shit thrown at you right out the gate. I know. You, you, you're getting seltzer and goof ass smooth. And all kinds of other yeah. right. Who's go? What's a what's a butt? Exactly. What's that? So yeah, you haven't seen a traditional red ale in who knows how long, but yeah, this is this is what it is. It has a nice red color to it. Mm-hmm. It's clear. You know, there's not a whole bunch of shit floating around again, but it is a darker haze. You know, it's yes. it's it's approaching that. You know, twenty SRM. Mm-hmm. So yeah, uh, I took a drink of it. Uh, there is a good bit of uh, maltiness there. It said it was supposed to be hops. What was it? Hop forward is what they said. It says that you can tell the hops are there. There's a hop presence. Yes. Okay. Yes. Like a ghost. (laughs) There's a presence (laughs) in the beer. (laughs) But yeah, I I get it. There is like, there is a good amount of bitterness Mm kind of up front, but it's not on the back end. It tapers off pretty nicely. Yeah. I, I, to me personally, it feels like there's a little bit of a dryness on the back end. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Which, I mean, yeah, it makes sense. Yeah, it, it's malty and hoppy f- forward, and then it just tapers off to, you know, kind of a dry, a little dry bitterness, and then, mm-hmm. yeah. It's That's, a nice fall beard. Would go with sausages. It would. <laughs> when you get your sausage flight at the Weeping Radish Brewery and Farm, you can try liverwurst, because it's on the flight. Mm-hmm. Ooh. I like the, I like top tip. I'm making a trip. <laughs> it's worth it. Yeah, I typically don't like red ales, but since this one is a little hop forward and mm. a little drier, I like it. it. Typically, I don't like a red ale because it's malty, but it finishes sweet. Mm-hmm. And it just isn't my cup of tea, but right. uh, this yeah. is my cup of beer. This is good. Nice. Yeah, this one doesn't finish sweet at all. Mm-mm. I'm trying to think. And again, like it's been so long since I've even had just like. Same a, here. I had a red ale or brown March. I don't want to talk about it because it was trash and I just don't want to talk about Aww. that brewery. <laughs> we'll talk about it off mic. Yeah. But um, yeah, it was all kinds of wrong. So <laughs> it was not this. <laughs> I feel like there's a lot of bad examples of red ale, especially yeah. locally. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. And it just because they, they don't get brewed that often. Correct. So yeah. it's like, why? Like the only one. Usually that, St. Patrick's Day. Yeah, exactly. Usually mm-hmm. that's the only why. Yep. Yeah, exactly. The The only one that really sticks in my mind and probably Adam's mind is uh, Cease and Desist. And that oh, one's such a... That's a bomb, though. Yeah, that's such a departure from the style as well. But yes, it's good red ale. And it's good to see it back, at least here in the show and in my fridge, because I got more for myself. Yes. You can drink it. I mean, we're, oh. go, we're going into fall, so it kind of fits the season. It makes a lot of sense. Uh, this is a good early fall beer mm-hmm. uh, when you're just starting to get back around the campfire when it's not 8 billion degrees outside. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but yeah, cool. I mean, I mean, hey, you know, they're doing their thing. Yeah, maybe an early football tailgate beer. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, could be Ooh, used yeah. for that too. Or you, you go pick a fight in the stands. Yeah, you do a couple <laughs> of these. Yeah, <laughs> if you're if you're looking to get molly walked in the stands, <laughs> go fight a Ravens fan. <laughs> or if you're Jeff Reed, just a paper towel dispenser. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't stand a chance. <laughs> All right. Well, moving on. Yes. 
you know, we're talking homebrews. Basically, this is this is kind of a homebrew episode. And honestly, we'll tell you right now, next week is going to be a homebrew episode too. Woo. Surprise, we're, surprise. Yeah, next week, we're going to be talking to homebrewers mm-hmm. and as well as maybe some actual brewers. You know, professional. Well, I say commercial brewers. We're all brewers there. <laughs> fair enough. Fair enough. We all participate in the actual act of brewing. Yes. But some of us are, you know, where we're at. And then some of us are, you know, near pro level, which is bash line. Mm-hmm. And then there are commercial brewers that are paying oh, rent you. with it. I am no pro, but thank you. You are I'm not even clo- uh, You take, are on the spectrum of oh, way well. closer than <laughs> yeah. Adam and I. I are. say let's keep that sentence rolling here. Yeah. Let's, I do agree. <laughs> well, don't don't interrupt me. <laughs> and then you don't send bad signals to the audience. Well, don't don't put that that, you know, that bait ball of that pause in your sentence there. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, you're you're far closer to a pro brewer than Adam and I are. We're just hobbyists, jamokes that like, that like dicking around and trying mm-hmm. things that we can't find, you know, out in the world. Yes. So and maybe we even hit on one. Right. Yeah. But yeah, uh, with that being, we we kind of have you know our own processes. Adam and I are still on the turkey burner, but you have a really nice setup in your uh, in your basement. Uh, can you tell us like a little bit more about like your, this new 10 gallon thing that you're, this new system that you're bashing out? <laughs> sure. So it's a, it's a brew structure I bought off of a, another home brewer, um, in Pittsburgh that was scaling down at the time. Um, and I bought it with the intention of scaling up my brews, um, and kind of treating it more like a professional brewer would, like as far as my process. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, moved it down. There was an old workshop in my house already in the basement that was, uh, I wouldn't even say half finished, a quarter <laughs> finished. There was still like exposed insulation and everything, but there was a workbench bench built in that was very sturdy. So I was like, no, this seems like a good place to put it. Uh, we hooked it up to the natural gas in the house. There's already floor drains in the room. So, um, just made a little bit of sense for a brewery. I'm not much of a woodworker, but yeah. I like to drink beer. <laughs> so. <laughs> Yeah, I think when you were first on this show, you had just kind of gotten it installed and maybe you'd done one or two batches on yeah, it I think you're at correct. that point. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I just, you know, we're just kind of checking in, seeing how, you know, have you made any other purchases or bought any other gadgets or toys for that system since, you know, you, you've gotten it rolling? Yeah, for that system specifically, I bought a new mash ton. I uh, was probably using it for about six months and I upped the mash ton from a 15-gallon pot that just had a false bottom in it to an SS Brewtech 20 gallon, like made to be a mash ton insulated is just more efficient, more expensive, (laughs) (laughs) but it's really nice. I, I, I really like it. And then as far as the rest of my brewing equipment, I've upgraded the fermenters since, since putting that system in just, Mm -hmm. Expanding size, adding temperature control. Mm. Yeah. Uh, we were over your place, you know, brewing, uh, I mean, helping. I put in quotes. We were just drinking your beer. Yeah, <laughs> drinking beer, getting in the way. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, it was us and uh, Dennis, and we were all over your place, and you were brewing a beer. And, like, one of the things I noticed was your fermenter that you had, like, glycol lines set up. Yeah. To How did you come across doing that? Like, I know glycol is pretty commonly used for chilling and cooling. Yeah, I just... Um Bought a fermenter, again, used off of a home brewer, actually, uh, Ben Stefan, that's Arboretum Trail. Now. Oh, okay. He oh, pro. okay. So I bought his uh, old fermenters that were already temperature control. Um, the, the one you saw that day, he actually installed 
custom installed those the cooling coils in the fermenter, I, mm-hmm. I believe. Um, but they work wonderfully. And then I converted an old uh, like college beer fridge into <laughs> chiller. For yeah. The glycol. <laughs> so I've, yeah, hose is running in and out of a small hole in the fridge. Yeah. It, uh, that's one of my favorite things of like DIY that, you know, you kind of have all the right pieces, but then also you just kind of jank up something else as yeah, well. Yeah. Oh yeah. It's, it's, <laughs> it's, uh, pro that's the, that's the part that doesn't get you quite pro. It's still very DIY. <laughs> right. You're piecing stuff together and there's duct tape on things still. Like. <laughs> but, you, but I mean, it, 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 it has to be that way for, you know, at your scale because you're doing it in your house still. Right. So you have to find that room and you have to find what fits within the room. And, mm-hmm. you know, so yeah, that's kind of cool. But, uh, I wanted to pitch some other possible gadgets to you. Oh, boy. <laughs> Making my Christmas list. <laughs> yeah. Well, let's not get that far too soon. So one of the things that I uh, come across, it's called the Play-Doh Airlock, and this has been advertised to me across social media. What is the Play-Doh Airlock? It's an airlock. I mean, it's well, an airlock, yeah, obviously. Yeah, yeah. Um, I picked up on that. Yeah, uh, but it's almost like a sous vide machine as well mm. in that it... it does everything digitally and through the airlock, it will measure your fermentation activity, your specific gravity, your alcohol percentage and the ambient te- temperature hmm. in this one little thing that just plugs in to the top of your, uh, I carboy. mean, yeah, you don't use a carboy, but I think you can make it fit into something else. You as probably well. could. Yeah. I, I th- it's funny cause I see it advertised on my social media mm-hmm. and they're usually marketing it towards like people that are still using carboys, right. which, that's fine, but you have this airlock. That a typical airlock for a Humber would cost three dollars, right? Yeah. <laughs> less than five dollars. But this yeah, thing, less at, than five. <laughs> at least when it first came out, was like almost two hundred dollars. Yeah. So I'm going to take this two hundred dollar piece of equipment <laughs> and stick it in, in. At most, a carboy costs you like sixty. Thirty five. Yeah. Thirty. Thirty. <laughs> you have a really big glass one. <laughs> sixty dollars. So it's like, yeah, I don't think that's practical. No. Just, I can <laughs> see the fermentation activity. <laughs> So right. that, that brings up a very interesting question. It says that it tracks fermentation activity. Yes. What does it track? How does it track it? Like, what are the units that it uses? It uses BPM. Oh, okay. Bubbles per minute. <laughs> no. Are you serious? <laughs> That's what the graph is showing me as I watch the video. <laughs> <laughs> Bubbles per minute. It, ha- it, it shoots up to, you know, 500 BPM. And I can only imagine that is bubbles per minute. <laughs> so for this gadget, I can only imagine the IQ level of the person that would be buying it <laughs> to get the BPM. And I imagine, I think it also Bluetooths to your phone. So yeah, I imagine yeah. mm-hmm. they would be sitting there watching the bubbles while looking at the BPM <laughs> on their phone and just going, wow. <laughs> so, you know, I mean, if you're into the, if you're really into bubbles, I mean, yeah, it's, can't yeah, it, beat it. It's supposed to do it all in real time. And, you know, it, like you said, it transfers right to your phone. So you can watch all these graphs while also watching the beer. And, but it shows you, yeah, it shows you temperature and gravity and fermentation and everything. Like you, you can kind of see um, if you go on uh, Abjuration's website, mm-hmm. they show you their cellar. Mm-hmm. So yeah. you, can, you can see some of those similar graphs for their beer. <laughs> right. But I, I, I assume they don't have a, a bubbles per minute graph. I don't think so. No, that that just it looks. It not honestly, until I talk to them on Saturday. Yeah. <laughs> it honestly looks like an internet speed test. If you've ever done yeah, it, if it you does. ever tested mm-hmm. your speed, it just shoots up and it's like <laughs> zoop, <laughs> twenty five megabytes. Bye. 
So I don't know if it's on your list, and I don't want to ruin it if it does, but Plato makes something else that's a gadget. Uh, I think I've seen it, but I didn't get too, too deep into it. Um, but just to finish up on this one, sure. we can we can talk about this other one. I, I'm not quite sure. But uh, yeah, you mentioned how it was like $200 when it first came out. It's only 135 now. Oh, it is good. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so are you interested? Looks like, looks like supply has met demand. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you can get it off Northern Brewer now. So it's not it's not a Kickstarter no, anymore. Not, I'm gonna say I'm not interested. <laughs> no, I'm gonna say I'm past that. Not, not a piece you need. <laughs> no. I will guarantee you that that will be a Christmas gift for a lot of people. Uh, yeah. I, think, I think that's when it was like originally released, probably three years ago. Like mm-hmm. right for yeah. holiday season. That's something where no brewer would buy it for themselves, mm-hmm. but somebody else, a significant other or family member, like, oh, they make beer. Oh, this is really neat. Here yeah, you go. Right, right. And you'll find some use out of it. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> the balls per minute. My, sure. My, 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 my real hesitation with that is because, again, it's still a $135 gift. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that means you're not getting any other gifts because I grew up poor. So. <laughs> you need to find yourself a nice doctor lady. I'm still poor. <laughs> I also need to win the Powerball. She'll buy all the Play-Doh. Mm-hmm. A doctor lady or uh, an uh, IT nerd lady. There you go. Yeah. Successful lawyer lady. Yeah, la- lawyer lady. <laughs> so I can get into trouble. No public defenders. <laughs> That's right. We're not accepting applicants for public defenders. Yeah, exactly. Keep that shit to yourself. <laughs> Partner or nothing. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but uh, if your general counsel hit me up. <laughs> but, yeah. but yeah, definitely a big no. I, I do remember coming out that Christmas and me going, oh, this looks like a nice little gadget. And mm. I looked at the price and went, nope. <laughs> <laughs> no, thank you. And even at 135, I still say, no, thank you. Yeah. What was the other thing that uh, you were talking about? So they make a ring and it was a couple years after that airlock came out. They make a ring that you can put under your corning kegs and it, somehow measures what's left in them. Mm. But, oh, uh, because yeah. <laughs> lifting it is too yeah. hard. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It, yeah. It's a, just a big fucking digital scale. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I did see that. But they sell it for a lot. <laughs> yeah. It's a gadget. Same. That's the same company. Yeah. Mm. Yep. That's a real, what the fuck was that mall store? Brookstone? Sky Mall? No, no, no. Oh, Brookstone. Sharper Image. Brookstone. And Brookstone. And Sharper, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sharper Image. Yeah. That's what I was thinking of. Yeah. That's a real fucking, here's some, here's a thing that costs a hundred dollars and does one thing. Yeah. A unitasker. <laughs> yeah. The bane of Alton Brown. Here's a, here's a real expensive unitask. <laughs> but you know what? It, there, if you had a whole bunch of kegs now for the homebrew scale, and eh, not necessarily true, but like at industry, they always have the, you know, they have their 50, 60 beers laid out. And they're on their menu. They're able to tell you how much beer is left. Right. That sort of thing. Okay. It makes sense on a commercial side. Sure. But for a couple of idiots just drinking five gallons of beer at home. Yeah. And I mean, this one was definitely marketed. Like, I don't think you could put more than a sixth on it. Like, just the way it was arranged. I'm not sure how, you know, industry and places like that Mm -hmm. do do that. It's It's got to be off weight somehow. I just don't know what the equipment is right but yeah i do think it's cool for a commercial it is so industry public house whoever the general manager is there hit us up let us know give us a tour hint hint (laughs) (laughs) it's it's a fucking ipad app (laughs) it's an ipad app that creates scarcity fear (laughs) i just want a reason to go to industry and drink their beer you just set the level whatever you want yeah Yeah. all right i i so the Play-Doh didn't work out for you. I got another gadget. Okay. Oh, here's another gadget. These are called 
the flavor bomb. Nope. <laughs> oh, no. Nope. You pass it. You can't pass it. You don't know what it is. I, th- I think I know what this is. <laughs> the flavor bomb can be loaded with just about anything. It can be loaded with hops, coffee, grain, toasted wood, fruit, anything at all. It's food safe. And what you do is it's like a little caterpillar cylinder that you can just put in a bottle of beer to to change the flavor of the bottle of beer that's already made. Uh, <laughs> hey, mom, stop listening now. Yeah. So somebody bought these for me. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, my, no. Mother, my mother bought them for me like four or five years ago. And I think for like the next year and a half, she asked, oh, did you put those in this beer? Oh, did you put those in this beer? Yeah. And eventually she just stopped. <laughs> But to her defense, these were not one hundred and thirty. No, they're like dollars. They're like six ninety nine for a twelve yeah. pack. Oh, all right, <laughs> yeah, that's much more reasonable. Yeah, it's much more reasonable. But it's so stupid. <laughs> as soon as you said it, I was like, oh, I think that's what those stupid things are called. <laughs> yeah, they're, they're she's little, like, oh, you can put whatever fruit you want in this. I was like, in an already fermented, carbed beer, it's going to explode. Everything. <laughs> yeah, a beer that's already pushing. Well, I guess it. if you're bottle conditioning is when it would work, but right. uh, no. Yeah, either bottle <laughs> conditioning or it's already finished fermenting, yeah. and you're just adding it to, like, you know, you can add real oranges to your blue moon. <laughs> just turning it into a Rattler. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it uh, seemed like a real oh, no. silly, goofy gift. <laughs> but at six ninety nine, there's really no damage done. No. 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 There's room in a cabinet. If anybody's interested in them, hit me up on Bash Brew Instagram. I'll give you an unopened package. <laughs> Would you like some? Ba- <laughs> they're they're uh, like they're like a different form of the Randall. Yeah. 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 Remember Randalls, you guys? <laughs> it was the last time you saw one of those broke out. <laughs> I actually don't know. I can sure. t- I can tell you the last time I saw a Randall used. When? Where? Brutal Beer Fest. Oh, yeah. that's probably the same time I saw it, too. I believe it was um, uh, Evil Genius. Yeah. Oh, hmm. okay. Yeah, Evil Genius was doing infusions with their uh, yeah. peanut butter. Yeah. I believe you are correct. Um, did I see one, perhaps? No, I didn't. Never mind. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> nope. Okie doke. Nope. I also wanted a homebrew fest. Ooh. Like right before COVID, it was like in February mm-hmm. before everything shut down. And I think the guy made it himself. Okay. Damn. And it, his beer won. So I think well, it won sure. the crowd vote. Okay. So sure. You know the what? Gimmick I, th- worked. I think I remember seeing a Randall at like uh, Brewing Up a Cure maybe. That sounds like the kind of thing they'd be into. Yeah. Man, I missed that event. The, the other place and just everything we're talking about is just shit that's... <laughs> Like, technically not around anymore. But um, uh, Bocktown. They used to have a Randall. Yeah, they used yeah, to use Randall there. Yeah. Man. They used to do infusions there. <laughs> Those were good. But, you know, maybe go follow Brutal Beer Fest yes. again. Wink. Hard wink. <laughs> <laughs> wink. But, cool. Well, uh, is there is there any gadget that you actually really do want for your brew system? Anything that comes to mind? No, at this point, it's all like big equipment. It's all just upscaling again. It's it's (laughs) it's just upscaling. Next on the list would be upscaling the boil kettle. Yeah, Um, definitely. Um, But no, as far as little gadgets, I I don't really have my ear to the ground on him as much Mm -hmm. since moving out of like carboys and stuff. Um, No, I can't say there's anything that's flashed on my 
Facebook feed that I like. Speaking of sous vide, there is like a sous vide Kickstarter out there for something to like put in your kettle uh-huh. to heat the water and keep it consistent. Yeah. That seems mm-hmm. that seems pretty cool. But again, it was like five hundred dollars. Yeah. I think it was called the brew vide. Yeah. I mean, at that, yeah, it's still at five hundred. That's still a better price because most all electric systems are like two to five thousand. Right. Mm-hmm. So this, so. I'm I'm pretty sure you could just plug in. Yeah. Any outlet and and I don't know if if you think about it over time, I'm kind of selling myself on this one. As long <laughs> as it has, as long as it's durable. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. because Adam and I are still on propane. You know, we're doing the turkey burner, like I said at the top of the segment. Over time, that thing might pay for itself. In not refilling propane tanks. Right. Very true. Mm-hmm. So I'm not completely sold that that one's terrible. Also, if you're in a place where you can't have open flame. That's your next best bet. Right. If you're mm-hmm. in a fucking studio apartment, you mm-hmm. could probably get away with, you know, brew eating. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so let me ask you this question. Not against that one yet. <laughs> for for the aspiring home brewer, is there a gadget that you would recommend that somebody should pick up beyond all the basics of your carboy and turkey fryer and all that stuff. Is there a gadget that somebody should have in their arsenal? Yeah, I mean, going back to kind of electric brewing in, in a house or apartment, the those grain fathers, brew fathers, there's all-in-one electric systems. There's a bunch of them out there now. Um, those are, I think, really good. I've heard I've never used one, but I've talked to a lot of home brewers. Uh, that have even pro brewers around Pittsburgh that still homebrew use those at home. Mm-hmm. Um, so those are a quality thing. Again, there's many on the market, so you got to research which one would work for you. But it's basically an all-in-one system where you can uh, heat up the water, mash in, uh, sparge it, and then boil all in one yeah. container, oh, okay. like tower. You can pull out the basket and then, like, I've seen people have, like, two of those. And okay. they'll, they'll pull out the basket and they'll re-decoct they can do triple oh, decoctive okay. really easy because they can just pull all the grain out, reboil it in another, you know, heating system. Mm, okay. Yeah. 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 Like that. So that, yeah. that would be my big recommendation. And you can find that, uh, well, when they open back up at homebrew stores locally, yes. <laughs> I know uh, South Hills uh, Brew Supply had a bunch of that, uh, at least one model in stock, but various sizes. Mm-hmm. Um a few years ago. And, and of note, you can still, they're still open. You just yeah. can't go shopping. Yeah, anymore. you just got to look online to see <laughs> yes. what they got. Do it on the internet. <laughs> yes. Or give them a call. Very yeah. nice. Mm-hmm. Uh, my one suggestion is just get a refractometer. Yeah. Yeah, those are, <laughs> that's you. I do have one. And yeah. yeah, it's, oh, it's great. It's, it's so less awkward yeah. for like measuring everything and <laughs> fucking less spillage, less everything else. You only need a little pipette with a little drop rather than filling up a big dumb hydrometer tube. Right. <laughs> yeah, that's a, that's a big one. Yeah, mm-hmm. It's only 16 bucks too. Like, just, yeah. It's you, okay. Just do yourself a favor and get a refractometer. Yeah. <laughs> and if you have a home brewer uh, in your life, stocking stuffer. Yeah. Throw it in there. Oh, yeah. It's yeah, okay. It's, it's a real good easy. Don't buy the Play-Doh per se. Give them a bunch of gifts. Give them a refractometer. Give them some flavor bombs. Give them- <laughs> <laughs> I think I might have got my refractometer and my flavor bombs in the same year. See? Good stocking. Yeah. That's right. Get a, get some, you know, get a couple packages of like, you know, uh, uncommon hops, you know? <laughs> yeah. And you can get those all at South Hills Brewing. Except sure. for the flavor bombs, which for the low, low price of twenty five ninety nine, if you contact <laughs> Bash Brewing, they will set you up. I can't promise that. I think they might have got tossed before I crossed <laughs> the state line back into Pennsylvania. Well, let's cross back out of Pennsylvania into North Carolina and go back to the Red Ale. Okay. 
Uh, how did everybody enjoy it? Well, I'll I'll put it to you this way. I'm pouring more right now. Sure. So you want more? I do want more. Good for you. <laughs> <laughs> okay. There was more confrontational. Yeah, more confrontational than necessary. Yeah, but. we're not. Why, why are you being so Good mean? For you. Uh, yeah. Uh, just one. Just, just felt like it. Hope you feel comfortable in your decisions. Yeah. 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 Uh, I will say for a style, I don't typically enjoy mm-hmm. this red ale is really good you can use the line it's okay for the style for the, for the style, style. Yeah. there you go you can borrow it mm-hmm. it's all right yeah uh yeah i'll say the same thing like for the style it's it's not my favorite style to seek out and most people don't really love that style that's why we don't see them mm-hmm. commonly anymore unfortunately sometimes uh, you just have to brew because it's a business well, I, well, here's the thing. Again, remember, this place has been open since 1986. Yeah. So they've been just doing this beer forever, mm. you know, and red ales were a staple on every tap list, probably up until 2010. And then, yeah, everybody had a fucking red ale, a porter, a stout. Yeah. <laughs> a and now it's all IPAs. A wheat and then three IPAs. Yeah. That's what every tap list looks like. You mean like. their greatest hits, the best sellers, <laughs> IPAs? <laughs> I will have my revenge. <laughs> <laughs> I Yeah, I've only brewed a red ale once, and I think I smoked it. I think I had a Ooh, smoked red right ale. Ooh, it was yeah. pretty enjoyable, and it was really hoppy. Like, I made it for me yeah. <laughs> for a St. Patrick's Day years ago. Probably. Yeah, yeah, it's not. Yeah, I, I tried it once and then just kind of forgot about it. Yeah. Bring it, it back. We've definitely homebrewed a red ale, too, like mm-hmm. way early in the day, but. Yeah, never came back to that style either. So, yeah, it's a, it's a fine style, and this one is well made. Yes. So, you know, check it out if you're down there. But, yeah, other than that, we're good. We can move on to the third beer. And we will good. right after this. Let's do it. You know what pairs nicely with a good beer? A bad movie. And that's exactly what we do at Hops and Box Office Flops, the Internet's premier podcast dedicated to reviewing bad movies and mostly good beers. So join us on a hop-fueled excursion through some of Hollywood's biggest bombs. We've covered everything from the fungus-laden streets of Dino Hatton with the Super Mario Brothers to the oddly horny felines of Cats 2019. You can find our show on any of your finest podcast providers. And follow us on social media at Hops and B.O. Flops. You'll laugh, you'll cry, you'll drink your face off. Welcome back, everybody. I'm here to assure you that feet is not my thing. Okay. There. There. There's there's your new intro to the segment. It got worse than segment two. Right? You doth protest too much. <laughs> <laughs> I'm starting to think this motherfucker's in the feet. <laughs> nope. <laughs> but I am, however, into beer. Hooray. For beer. Yes. And boobies if you're a Bloodhound Gang fan. God. <laughs> yeah. That's how you really date yourself. <laughs> I know. I know. We're talking Weeping Radish. Yep. From Jarvisburg, Indeed. North Carolina. Indeed. We have one more beer from them. And this is their black radish. Hell yeah. <laughs> yes, this is the. <laughs> Thank you for that, Steve. <laughs> it is a German lager. Uh, more specifically, a Schwarz beer. Schwarz beer. Yes. It is a clean lager character featuring mild hot bitterness with complimentary roasted malt notes. Yeah. 
hate you so much right now. What? This beer is going down tunnels that I like. Right? Get dying. I don't. I don't particularly always love lagers, but when I do love lagers, they're always on the darker side. Yes. So you know we're we're talking like. Doppelbox, Dunkles, mm-hmm. and Schwarzbiers. And Schwarzbiers. Yes, 4, 6, 26 IBUs. Yeah, and smoked Meritsons. <laughs> <laughs> Those are the ones I like. Those are the ones you need. The ones I don't like are Pilsners. <laughs> uh, worst dating video ever. Yeah. <laughs> How obnoxious. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to sign up on t- Tinder just to do that. <laughs> do they have a video Tinder or is I have that on no idea. Bumble? I don't know. I'm not on any of these. I don't know. Just a video of me sitting <laughs> in front of a green screen of the Oktoberfest flag. <laughs> just back to those 80s dating VHS yeah. tapes. <laughs> My name is Steve. I'm really into uh, beer. I don't uh, like all loggers, but the loggers I do like are our Dunkles and Doppel Box. <laughs> As Schwarzbiers, I prefer all my German beers to be brewed with Ed Ride Heights Gumboat. <laughs> Next. Next. <laughs> oh, yeah. Fuck Pilsners. <laughs> I don't care for Pilsners. <laughs> uh, Gross. Cool. All right. Let's, let's pour get into it up. beers. Yes. As we were pouring it up, uh, it's been announced uh, to both Adam and I uh, that we are not getting any more of this beer. Steve is hoarding it all for himself. You better ration what you got. <laughs> <laughs> I hope it's the worst Schwartz beer. <laughs> but it probably won't be. No, I don't think it will be either. No. Uh, it, again, similar to what we talked about in previous uh, segments, really not much to talk about. You look up the style, that's what it is. Yeah, yeah. If you, <laughs> you just get the basic tasting notes from the style, then that's what they've made. Yeah. Uh, you know, to look at it, though, it is far darker. It is approaching... That almost porter dark level, but you can still catch some light going through it. Mm-hmm. You can still catch like uh, the clarity. Yes. Again, no residual pieces of fruit or anything floating around. Not that there would be fruit in this because that's against Ryan Heights. That's right. <laughs> but if you're looking for some smashed up fucking smoothie full of bananas. This ain't it, chief. Yeah. Not in this house. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Or on this farm, as it would be at Weeping Radish. <laughs> That's right. Uh, they will throw Sprite melons at you. Yeah. <laughs> Which I found out what a Sprite melon is when I was there. Okay. Yeah, it tastes little, like Sprite? A little bit. The yellow Ooh. inside? I don't know. Okay. I didn't actually get to see it. Oh, okay. I don't know. We just had a conversation with the uh, with the wait staff on that. On what a Sprite melon was. Because mm. it was listed on their, on their list. They have a giant wall of of all the crops that are available there and oh. when it's available. And one, one of them was a Sprite melon. Mm. They're available right now. So if you want a Sprite melon. I wonder if that's where Sprite came from. <laughs> the idea for Sprite. I like to think that it was. Yeah. You know what I'm going to go with? I like to think it's the other way around. And PepsiCo is making GMO <laughs> fucking food. <laughs> I mean, it's Carolina. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Home base. <laughs> You're going to grow this Sprite melon or we're going to run you out of town. <laughs> oh, except Sprite's a Coke product. Is it? it oh, is. damn. Yeah. So it, it totally is. is. Oh, yeah. Sierra Mist. That's Yeah. Sierra Mist. We don't talk about Sierra Mist. Whatever. Though. I don't care about that shit. I don't either. I'm a root beer guy. <laughs> I know. I know. <laughs> I'm a root beer guy. But are you also a Schwartz beer guy? Yes, I'm a, I'm also a Schwartz beer guy. What do you think of this one? It's good. Yeah. Okay. yeah I mean, it ha- it's, again, super fucking clean drinking. Mm-hmm. Every, every one of these beers is clean. Yes. Uh. To taste it, though, it is kind of like a black IPA. 
minus the IPA parts. There is not a whole lot of bitterness, but there is a lot of roast on this. Mm -hmm. But it's not roast the same way that you would get from a porter or a stout. It's not as harshly bitter and it's not as, I would say, uh, definitely not as thick on the mouthfeel. No. And Mm -hmm. yeah, it it all kind of dissipates at the end. But damn, I really wish I had some meat with this. (laughs) (laughs) Adam, thoughts? So... I agree with everything Steve said, but I'm getting a weird mid-taste, and it might be what I drank at the intermission, which was not a pickle beer, mm-hmm. but I get a slight brininess right in the middle of this. Oh, really? Yeah, and I've taken like four or five sips, and it's just like, not like they dumped pickle brine in it, right, but it's right, just right. like a slight dill flavor, hmm. and then I get that mild roastiness to finish it off. I wonder uh, while, really they were, while they were making the sauerkraut, they... Uh Left a barrel open in the brewery for a day or two. Little croaks. <laughs> I would not be against that. <laughs> hmm. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe, maybe they uh, pickle brine the hops. I don't, <laughs> know what, yeah, I don't know where I'm getting it, but it's like just right in the middle of the taste on my tongue, and it's flashes and it's gone. Hmm. Yeah. I, I I I keep trying it. I I'm not getting it as much as you are, but maybe my palate's trash. So you know. Well, it's not, and it's not like. Yeah, it's not like I'm drinking a pickle yeah, yeah, beer. It's yeah, just right. a very subtle yeah. boom. Like, mm-hmm. didn't see that coming. Right. And then it's gone. And it's kind of pleasant, but just not what I expected from mm-hmm. the Schwartz beer. I get you. But then the rest of the taste is yeah, right, it's all, right on there. Yeah. 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 I, I, I wonder, and this is just kind of a separate thought just to go down the road, but mm-hmm. what if, I mean, people are putting in fucking hops and everything now. There's yeah. hop tea out there. There's hop coffee. What if you put some hops in with some kraut? Yeah. I'd eat it. Yeah, I mean, I'd probably <laughs> eat it too, but it's like, might as well fucking try it. Yeah, let's see what happens. Absolutely. Yeah. We'll get a hold of Weeping Radish. Who's making hop kimchi? I want to know. Oh, God. <laughs> Give me your name. Do that too. <laughs> Who is your daddy and what does he do? <laughs> Makes up <up> kimchi. <laughs> All right. Well, moving on. We have a game. Okay. Hey, Ray. Game time. Hooray. Say hooray. 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 Thank you. There you go. (laughs) And it's the return of an old game. Something we haven't done in a long time. It's the Anagrammer 9000. Oh, goody. But also, as you may know, it's the dirty Anagrammer 9000. (laughs) (laughs) No. So I have a little inside track on what the beers are that are going to be at the North Hills Home Brew Fest this Sunday, Mm -hmm. August 29th, if you're listening on a Friday, as you should. As you should. As you should. Uh, yeah, I have a little inside track, and I got the list of the names of the beers that are going to be there. And so I picked out six, and I ran them through the Dirty Anagrammer 9000. <laughs> <laughs> okay, then. Uh, it's going to be kind of just, you know, first to buzz in, first to call it, first to figure it out. Okay. I'll give you some hints on, Please? you know, ingredients and styles as best I can. Okay. Uh, but uh yeah uh you know we'll see we'll see how this goes this never goes well for anybody else but me <laughs> and the listener watching, <laughs> and the, listen- watching and the participants flounder about yeah and anybody who's 14 who likes to hear the words poop and pee <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's our target audience hell yeah <laughs> so with that though your first dirty anagram is me experiential milky pee <laughs> Can't even get past the first one. <laughs> Me experiential milky pee. 
Uh, can we get some hints? Sure. Technically, it is a fruit beer. Hmm. Yes. Technically, it's a fruit beer. Okay. It should be a sour beer as well. Hmm. And it's also going to fall into the dessert category. I have an idea. Sure. Okay. Is it a key lime pie milkshake IPA? Ooh. Very close. Ah, okay. Yeah. Let's go again. Me experiential milky pea. <laughs> Very close, Adam. Key lime pie experimental ale. You got too much in there, but sure. Oh, okay. All right. <laughs> it's, yes, it's a key lime pie experimental. Oh, all right. It'll be a dessert. Dessert all right. beer featured this weekend at Hell the yeah. North Hills Home Brew Fest. Full points. <laughs> now, uh, sure. I, the whole time I'm drinking it, I will be thinking of Milky Pea. <laughs> yeah. Damn. Hey, can I get some of that Milky Pea? <laughs> ah, son of a bitch. It's Spicy Boy Summer. <laughs> <gasps> I've got an idea. <laughs> Don't pee in the Spicy Boy Summer. <laughs> no, no. But it's time for a gorilla campaign where we oh. sneak in and we change the name. Oh. Oh, no. <laughs> I don't even know who brewed this. I only got the names of the beers. That's why I was surprised to find out that I knew there was smoke beers, but I was surprised to find out Bashline had one of them. Yeah. So I knew it existed, but I didn't know it was him. <laughs> yeah. It's going to be a guerrilla campaign. We're going to go in. We're going to change their signs. Fair enough. <laughs> the experience of Milky Pea. Milky Pea. <laughs> Give me that Milky Pea. <laughs> and then we can leave a little grave digger for him. <laughs> <laughs> I've been here. So this next one is irrefutable mud dew sound. <laughs> irrefutable mud dew sound. Mud mud dews? Mud dew. Mud dew. Mud dew sound. Mud dew sound. So when you're in the bathroom and you hear somebody really fucking grunting one out, it's an irrefutable mud dew sound because <laughs> you know what they're up to. Having a mud do. Having a mud do. <laughs> I'll give you that it's two times. Okay. And I'll give you that it is not dissimilar to the first beer. Mm. There also might be a typo. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Not on my part, but <laughs> on somebody's part. <laughs> Irrefutable. No idea. Similar to the first style. Mm. I got this. I think I got the style, but I can't on the anagram the rest of it. What do you got? Well, Sa I think it's a sour. All right. But I can't think of what fills in the rest. Mango coconut sour. <laughs> nope. <laughs> There's definitely not enough C's. Nope. There are no, no C's. C's. <laughs> I was just thinking of something yeah. that would go with right. mango. There are no C's. Uh, remember, it is two times. Two times. Two times. So is it imperial? It is two times. Two times. It's irrefutable. Two time and harlot. Let me give me that. Uh, uh. Imperial? Mango? Nope, there's an M in imperial. I'm really bad with it. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm struggling on this one. I need like a pen and paper. I'm going to give you a five seconds to count down. Go for it. <laughs> Imperial Lime Sour. No. <laughs> double. Double. Two times. Double. Oh, yeah. okay. Double 
Mando fruited sour. <laughs> oh, I'm so <laughs> Which, that, I don't know what Mando. <laughs> I can't could, wait to find right. out. <laughs> I don't know. Could that be a typo for mango? Very possible. <laughs> or it could be a whole new fruit. <laughs> Half a Mandalorian. Yeah. <laughs> Double Mando. <laughs> All right. Here's your next one. Quillertine Pusso. <laughs> now, okay. I Is have a legit... Quarantine or quarantine? Cooler. Cooler teen. Cooler, Cooler teen. Pusso. Pusso. Now, when you spell ho... Just an O. Okay. That's important. I know. I understand. Just to know. <laughs> cooler teen pusso. She's a real cooler teen pusso. <laughs> cooler teen pusso. I'll give you that it's a bit arboreal. Mm. Okay. In an uncommon style. Hmm. Arboreal. So it's wood based. It's woody. And it was made popular in Canada. Hmm. Made popular in Canada. Yes, a style popular in Canada. I don't know what Canadians drink. Mm, we've done it on the show. We've talked about it. We've done the history on it. Oh. Yeah. Oh, you got the advantage now. You got to get You would think so. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. No. I don't even know what I was talking about last week. <laughs> well, you weren't. <laughs> Hook, line, and sinker. <laughs> I have no idea. I have no idea either. Spruce on the loose. Oh, how would I have? Oh, okay. Spruce beers were very popular. Oh, all right. Yeah, they they were they originated in Canada and were very popular. Oh, all right. So yeah, they're they're supposedly now maybe this is just a fucking IPA with Simcoe in it. Who knows? Which is fine. That's fine. But I'm hoping for an actual spruce beer, you know, made with spruce tips mm. in, a, in a classic style. Can we just bring our own spruce tips? Sure. If you want to. <laughs> I'm going to have a backpack full of shit. Do you, know, do you shit. know spruce tips were brought up at a homebrew meeting like in the last couple of months? So oh, maybe it's your okay. was asking about that. All right. I don't remember the person, so I'm not going to do Fair enough. Fair spruce enough. has come up. <laughs> your next one. Omega shit porn with hyena grin. <laughs> Can you say that again, please? Omega shit porn with hyena grin. No, you're just in my search history. I know. <laughs> Looking up for that Kenny Omega shit. <laughs> it's definitely out there. I'll keep searching. I'll give you that uh, the style is not something Adam's really into. All right. So it's an IPA. And I'll give you that uh, both Eminem and J-Rock may disagree with the name of this beer. Rap is crap IPA. <laughs> that is <laughs> not enough letters. There is, again, no C's. Um, you know what? <laughs> I need a C. <laughs> uh, know what I'm saying? No, I disagree with the name. Corey, Trevor, Smokes. Let's go. <laughs> IPA. I know. Damn. <laughs> I don't know. You, you got the IPA part. <laughs> so remove IPA. Oh, good. From, I got that layup. Yeah. Remove Ooh. IPA from Omega Shipborn with Hyena Grin and then... <laughs> the rest is easy. It, all, yeah. it just spells itself out. Yeah. I haven't a clue. Spicy. Nope, there's no C's. Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> trying to get that Y as a hint. I'm trying to get that Y in Trying there. to put them C's in there. <laughs> but uh, yeah. I have no idea. Tap out. <laughs> Triple hop lactose cooler... Sure. IPA. Again, there's no C. <laughs> <laughs> just thinking. <laughs> just going to force it. 
The answer would be nothing rhymes with orange. IPA. Oh. Nothing rhymes with orange. I see where you're going with the Eminem thing now. Yeah. Eminem would disagree with that. That's now right. I'm going into this festival with a bunch of beers I hate for no reason other than this game. <laughs> bunch of beers that fucking aggravated me. <laughs> Where's that Omega porn? I had somebody I have some words with. Hey, where's the hey, who's got that Omega shit porn? <laughs> Sir. Sir. This is for a charity. <laughs> this is for a good cause. Can you not? Your next one. I throttle noisemakers. Come oil. There's a C. There it is. Oh, you're <laughs> time to you shine. A Gave you a C. I throttle noisemakers. Come oil. So it's not an IPA. It's not an IPA. No. Yeah, there's no P. P was in the other ones. Yes. Yeah. Ah, nah. Mookie P. <laughs> I'll give you that it is similar to the first two. Mm, so it's sour or experimental. Yeah. What was the full name again? What? What? Key lime pie experimental? No, no, no. The one we're trying to figure out. What's the what's the anagram? Oh, I throttle noisemakers come oil. Okay. So it's similar to the first two. Uh Michael Jackson might have a problem with the name of this beer. Were he alive? <sighs> Billy Jean is my lover sour. <laughs> <laughs> and you also would probably pick up some of this corn outside of Walmart. Corn? Corn? Yeah. You would get outside some of the of corn. Walmart. Is that street code for meth? I don't know. <laughs> Maybe I don't. You've never seen anything, anybody corn. making this corn outside of Walmart? No. Like, a, sometimes they sell uh, hot dogs and sometimes. I got you. Is it like a street corn? No, it's not no. a lote. <laughs> so it's a kettle corn sour? No, it's not a kettle corn sour, Damn, but it, you're on, you're is on it a, the track. Kettle corn experimental? You have, you have two words. Sour. You have kettle oh, and, and sour. sour. Kettle sour. Oh, is it a coconut kettle sour? No, Damn. it's a corn kettle sour. Go back to the go back to the second guess that <laughs> popcorn kettle sour. <laughs> Michael Jackson would have a problem with oh, the name. Kids in a kettle sour. <laughs> <laughs> That's just ignorant. <laughs> I throttle noisemakers. No thriller kettle sour. Damn, I don't know. I, I don't know. Smooth criminal. Really? Kettle sour. Uh, kettle sour. S- smooth criminal kettle sour. Would you, say, you, would, you okay? say, would you say bash line? Smooth criminal kettle sour. Oh. Smooth corn. You're missing two carminal. letters. You're missing two letters. Annie, are you okay? No. <laughs> no, no, you're on the right track. <laughs> Stick with that one. You're just missing two letters off a word. Smooth. Smoothie criminal. Oh, damn it. Yeah, yeah. kettle sour. I, just, I put an S on criminal. <laughs> I was like, smooth criminals. And where's the other letter? <laughs> Smoothie criminals, kettle sour. Okay, nice. I'll try that one. I, I, yeah. Yes. All right. And your final one. The final beer that will be appearing, I mean, of the six. For like, two there's, points. There's, there's, there's a whole shitload. For yet. three points. Yeah. Sure, three points, Triple whatever. Points. <laughs> uh, but your final prompt is, Enjoyed a hot poo rub in jail. Enjoyed a hot poo rub in jail. Jalapeno something or other. Nope. Oh. Is jalapeno involved? Oh. Oh, damn. Right. <laughs> well, I mean, it's a hot poo. I mean, that kind of <laughs> makes sense. Wait for the hints. I got an idea. <laughs> Enjoyed a hot poo rub in jail. I'm going to need some. No hints. It's your last one. It's for three points. Oh, I can't. I can't. No, it's it for hits. one point again. I need it. <laughs> yeah. We, jalapenos are not involved whatsoever. No jalapenos. Still papas in it. No peppers. No peppers. No C's. <laughs> no C's either. I'll admit I'm buffaloed on this one. Okay. There's no jalapenos, but bees made it happen. 
So it's honey. There's honey involved. That still doesn't help. What Juniper was- honey IPA. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, but write that down. <laughs> it's, not a bad, it's not a bad idea. It sounds kind of fresh. Add a little hibiscus. Sh- I would just had to shove the J in there yeah. somewhere. <laughs> no, there's two J's. Oh, yeah, there is. Oh. Because uh, you're enjoying in jail. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. That poo rub. I don't know how you got the first one, you psycho. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, what was the full anagram again? Enjoyed a hot poo rub in jail. I've been giving a hint too that the audience can't see. So, twitchy honey IPA. <laughs> <laughs> so the two J's, the only two J's I can think of are the Jojenator, but I can't figure out the rest. What's the rest of the name? Be a Jojinator. Damn it. Honey <laughs> double IPA? Yes, it would be the Jojinator. <laughs> Damn it, that's embarrassing. That would that'd probably be why you wouldn't put any hints on it. Right. Yeah. It would be the Jojinator double IPA. There we go. I don't oh, I still go. don't understand the visual though. Because I'm pointing directly He's, at the yeah. bottle. Oh, yeah. I, I was looking at the, the pen shake. Yeah. yeah, the pen has been pointing oh, at the bottle, shaking okay. towards I it. I win. Uh, I just didn't know what I called it on the list. <laughs> well, you, you had the I was full, like, too many letters are just Jojinator. Yeah, I think you I think you had the entire um, Jojinator honey double IPA. Ah, so, uh, okay. That makes yeah. sense. That's why you get a hot... You know, the hot poo rub, the mm-hmm. H in honey. Well, I thought a juniper IPA, honey IPA, and then like a hot honey IPA. All good ideas. <laughs> that are they for future beers. Yeah, you said, you said a lot of good idea beers. <laughs> Woo. You just I am them. a really bad at it. <laughs> so, yes, nobody wins. This is terrible. <laughs> <laughs> we apologize to everybody for wasting your time. No, no, no. They got to hear funny words. They did. <laughs> They got to hear his poop and pee talk. It's funny. <laughs> I put kids in a kettle for some reason. <laughs> yeah, you guys never bought kettle corn outside of Walmart? No, it just, when you said just buying corn out of Walmart, I was like, there's some black market there. I didn't <laughs> yeah, realize. I wasn't thinking of popcorn. For yeah, I don't go around the side. Yeah, it's usually in the middle of the parking lot. I don't go there either. Yeah, somebody, some fucking church group or something comes out, sets up a canopy, and they start selling some crackers. Oh, yeah. serving up some hot popcorn, oh, hot, yeah. hot sweet popcorn. They sell kettle corn, they'll sell hot dogs, you know. Oh, I'm an oldies man. Yeah. That's no it. hot dogs in that parking lot. No, 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 no. hot dogs there. <laughs> They're too highfalutin there at Aldi's. <laughs> <laughs> Aldi's. Aldi's is classy. That's right. Pickies out, boys. We're going to Aldi's. <laughs> sell your street dogs Bring here. your quarter. <laughs> Bring your quarter. <laughs> Uh, there's an admittance fee to get into all these. <laughs> Bullshit. I just stuffed my pockets full of Walmart bags and hit it. <laughs> How have I never thought of that? Mm-hmm. I've never thought of that. Yeah. I, I just I just look like an idiot carrying way too much in my yep. arms because I forgot my quarter. Yep. Yeah. I don't, uh, yeah, I, I, I usually don't buy like a fucking hundreds of dollars of groceries either. I'm just in there to get the fucking pork carnitas and the chicken salad. And maybe like a pizza. Dude, you got to get in on the cheeses, though. They have a fine the cheese selection. Are, the cheeses are good. I know. Yeah. Just, I don't know. Treat yourself. Their whole charcuterie op- yeah. options of that cooler. I get down on the, I get down on the, uh, the the hot Italian salami. Yeah, that's what you call Absolutely. falling on a budget. Hell yeah. All right. Well, that's the dirty anagrammer 9000, and I'll retire it for another year and a half or so. Until we forget about oh, it. Yeah. I hope I'm not on that episode. <laughs> <laughs> we yeah. will make sure that you are. Yeah. I'm going to study anagrams all year. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, with that, uh, 
Let's come on back to the black radish German lager by Weeping Radish. The Schwarzbier. The Schwarzbier. I enjoyed it. As did I. My yeah. glass is empty. Cool. I'm still drinking on it. Well, that's because you re-poured. I know. <laughs> I said you ration your. I said you ration it out. And you deal with it. <laughs> Even given the briny middle I got, I I still really liked it. Mm-hmm. I, I, I don't want to say like that was like super obvious or anything. It was just yeah something I got a hint of. It was kind of a face in the crowd sort of thing. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Really wish I had a meal with this, delicious. but otherwise, for sure, delicious beer. Um, with that, we can go to the podiums. Yeah. Uh, I'll go first. Okay. I'm going to go bronze. I'm going to put the red ale. Mm-hmm. It's a red ale. <laughs> you know? Get out of here. Yeah. It's, it's a really well-made red ale, but it's still a red ale. So, okay. <laughs> Silver, I'm actually going to give to the black radish. Really? Yes. Wow. Simply because I wish I had a meal with it. Oh, all right. It's a really good beer, and it's really drinkable. But the thing is, it does have that roastiness and just that little bit of extra... A little bit of extra thickness compared to the other beers we had tonight. Mm-hmm. It is a little bit extra, and uh, it, I just don't see myself drinking these at a leisurely pace. Whereas I, I definitely see myself, you know, drinking it with prime rib mm-hmm. or something, or just barbecue ribs or whatever. Yeah, I don't know why I'm stuck on ribs at the moment. But I mean, there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah, but it, it, like if we were if if we were doing a beer pairing. Mm-hmm. This beer would pair a lot better with food than I think the the truly would the okay. your the yours truly, but gold I'm going to give to the yours truly because that is a more of a universal drinker. Mm-hmm. You can just drink that at any time of the year at any pace. Like it's such a basic stripped down beer. Yeah, and I I probably like wheat beers like that the way other people like pilsners. Mm-hmm. It just you know I, I something about pilsners. They just don't float my boat. They're too crackery or whatever. I don't, I don't go for them. <laughs> I'm not making it on the bumble. Yeah. <laughs> just, they just don't go for them. But the wheat beers are, I always find a lot smoother, a lot more enjoyable for myself. And I can just drink them all the time, anytime. And that's why that one gets the gold. Excellent. Yeah. Who wants to go next? I think Adam wants to go next. I can go next. Are okay. You, are you third person? No. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I can go next. My, mine's quite different from Steve's. So uh, I'm actually putting the yours truly in the bronze position. Mm. Um, really good wheat beer, but just a wheat beer. And it was great for the style. Uh, definitely German in character and malt character for me. But just that, it was just good. So it's getting the bronze. Second place, I'm also going to put the black radish. Mm. Um it was a great Schwartz beer. I do agree it would be better with some food. Yeah. Good burger, maybe. Hell yeah. um, Ooh. But very good. Uh, but just very true to style. I am putting the red ale in the gold position because it was so different. I really enjoyed the hop character on that red ale. It might be one of my favorites I've ever had. Damn. So for the style, it yes. crushed it. It Dude. might be one of the best I ever had. Right on. Fair enough. Another Adam. Well, this is where things get interesting. Because I also have a different ranking. Neat. Isn't it, though? Yeah. Uh, I'm actually going to put the red ale in the bronze medal position. And it, as previously stated, all three of these are good beers. There's not a bad one in the bunch. Uh, but uh, I personally, uh, when I drink a red ale, I like something with a little more maltiness and a little bit more of sweetness. I know Adam, he, he prefers things going on the dry side. Myself, I prefer to finish on the sweet side. Personal differences. 
ain't nothing wrong with that. Uh, but it's still a good beer. I would definitely drink it again. But it just the way it finished, it kind of put it in the bronze medal position. In the silver medal position, I'm actually going to put the yours truly. Hmm. Uh, it's good beer. And that is a an anytime beer, just like Steve said. Uh, it's good beer. But uh, that black radish just kind of edged it out for some reason. Okay. Uh, just going through them. Because uh, I've had all the beers before. But for some reason, this time around with the Schwartz beer, it just hit everything just right. Fair enough. It, and if I if I had to recommend one beer of these three to a fellow beer drinker, I'd give him that one. You know what? I'll agree with that too, though, because simply because Schwartz beers are so uncommon. Mm-hmm. Yes. You know, I would say because obviously, again, Weeping Radish, they've been doing this for a long time, and I'm assuming this one is pretty regular on their list. Yes. As compared to like everywhere else, it's super hard to find a Schwartz beer. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, they're usually seasonal or something, you know, yeah. or people don't even brew them. Everybody probably has some sort of wheat concoction. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. So, right. yeah, I'll definitely agree with, you know, as a suggestion of what you should drink mm-hmm. as as a example of what Weeping Radish does. Yeah. Black yeah. Radish. Uh, that, that being said, the other two, if you have an opportunity to drink them, drink them. Oh, yeah. Sure. Sure. No doubt. Cool. Well, with that... Let's go back to Bashline. Why don't you tell us everything you want to promote, social media, events you're going to be at, because you're not just going to be at the one, the North Hills, but, you know, go ahead, go on. Yeah, uh, we are, the Bash Brew is on Instagram at Bash underscore Brew, and we are on Facebook at Bash Brewing. Uh, also do a podcast that's pro wrestling based called Decay with the Boys, so search that up on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. You, you don't want to promote any other events you're going to be at? Oh, well, yeah, sure. Sorry. <laughs> September 18th, we will be doing the uh, home brew and chill event at uh, All Saints Brewing in Greensburg. Hell yeah. Um, and then we will be doing Drink the Cookie Table on November 6th, I believe. In uh, That'll be at Spirit in Lawrenceville. Mm-hmm. Uh, and a week later on November 13th, we are doing a First Sip Brewbox Hops for Heroes event. Uh, and that's a beer fest First Sip Brewbox is putting on for veterans and veteran-owned businesses. Um, so we'll be a part of that, too. Awesome. Right on. Those are all the places you can go find some bash brew. We didn't get to it. I mean, Adam br- brought us some Joe Genator over, and you know we've had it before, and we definitely enjoy it. We're hoarding it. Yeah, uh, we've we've also featured your beers in the past. Go check out that episode. Yeah, because we I believe we had the Shat Faced on, and I know you have a batch of that rolling. It will be rolling for those yeah. November fasts. <laughs> yes. Yeah. It'll be rolling for those November fasts and then all through November, probably until about yeah. Christmas time. Nice. Which, I mean, we're more or less over pumpkin beers, but there's one or two that I'm into getting. And mm-hmm. Face is one of them because it's such a, it, it hits everything. It's got the high ABVs. It's got the, <laughs> it's got the good flavors. <laughs> it's got the high highs and the creamy middles. Yeah, <laughs> I'm into it. But yeah. Check out Bash Biru at all those places. Uh, for us, though, if you want to find us on social media, all you have to do is search Hot Nation USA, and that'll get you Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. And if you want to listen to brand new episodes of the Hot Nation USA podcast every Friday, as you should, then just search Hot Nation USA on your favorite podcatcher like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, anything that starts with pod and ends in cast. It's still not on Pandora, though. I keep checking that, too. Yeah. We're not there yet. It's still in review. <laughs> Apparently, it takes two months, maybe. <laughs> but uh, hopefully, one day, we'll show up on Pandora. 
But in the meantime, if you're on any of those other podcaster platforms, leave a five-star review because... We are a $6 kids ticket show, but they only let us use five. And that's a bigger crime than me having too much competition for the smoke beers this year at the North Hills Home Brew Fest. I had to only beat one beer last year. Now I have to beat two? Mm -hmm. Fuck this. Hey, (laughs) I quit. (laughs) Hey, you got to defend your title. It's not even defending my title because I'm going to complete. I don't know what category I'm going in. I don't know. Everybody's coming at the king, Steve. Yeah, because, well, Adams is a smoked pale. Mm -hmm. The other one is a smoked cream ale. And and mine's a smoked Belgian. We could all be in three different categories. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Maybe I can hide in the Belgian category. Maybe (laughs) get an easy medal that way. (laughs) I'll talk to Brian. I'll get a smoked category going. Yeah. Yeah, just the three of us. Yeah, I want that to happen. Bronze is guaranteed. (laughs) (laughs) Dear Brian, put me in my own category. (laughs) Oh, no, it's also a tea beer. That's where I'm going to hide. I'm going to hide and win as a tea beer. (laughs) Ha ha, champion. Once again, (laughs) 2021. Fuck competition. <laughs> I just want to win and have medals. I'm putting mine in produce. <laughs> exactly. The water exactly. All right. Well, yes, once again, SiriusShriners.org. Get your tickets for North Hills Homebrew Fest. We'll be doing an episode from there, which you'll be able to hear next Friday. And we'll be talking to people and brewers and all kinds of fun things. Yes. So come visit us. Come say the password. Things might happen. Yes. Say the passwords. Spicy boy summer or where there's smoke, there's fire. Yeah. Get yourself some. <laughs> if you bring t-shirts with those sayings on them and give them to us, <laughs> we'll empty the keg for you. <laughs> if you bring me a BLT with Dukes on it, I'll give you a bottle of beer. <laughs> <laughs> I love sandwiches. <laughs> all right. That's it for this week. Tune in next week when we do something else that Steve just talked about. Goodbye. Go ponytail. No. Top knot. Yeah. <laughs> they, won't, they won't be able to slap back. <laughs> Look, I've investigated this on the toilet. <laughs> Just sitting there doing ponytails while I'm making poop. <laughs>